Your Money Replay from Money FM 89.3. Money and Me on Your Money only on Money FM 89.3. Glenn Van Zutphen sitting in for Michelle Martin and today in the studio we have Kenneth Liu, the CEO of Seedly and Adam Wong, the editor in chief of The Fifth Person. We are going to talk about money as I'm sitting in. We get tips on how to grow your savings, make smart investments, spot the latest trends on the stock market, um, especially when it comes to retirement and looking ahead uh, and money management. Good morning, Kenneth. Good morning, Adam. How are you guys doing today? Good morning. Good, morning. Good thanks. to see you. Yeah, thanks for having us. Oh, pleasure to have you guys on. Uh, this is a topic, of course, that is uh, very important to everybody. Now, you guys are of an age. Uh, you're a little bit younger than I am, but <laughs> you know what? It is never the wrong time to start saving, especially when you mm. consider the time value of money. And Kenneth Leo, the CEO of Seedly, tell us first a little bit about Seedly. What do you do? Yep. So at Seedly, we are a one-stop platform to help people make smarter financial decisions. So people liken us to a bit of like a trip advisor, Quora for personal finance, where we harness the community's voice in, in deciding what products to choose or what investment courses to go for. For example, you know, fifth person is actually one of the top rated investment courses uh, that is on Sidley itself. Hmm. Yep. Okay, mm-hmm. good. Adam Wong, editor-in-chief of The Fifth Person. Tell us about The Fifth Person. Yeah, The Fifth Person is an award-winning investment uh, website. So we focus on equity investment, personal finance, and we generally want to help our readers make better investment decisions for themselves. Hmm. And, you know, your investment decisions would, uh, what, every kind of investment? Yeah, it will be in your personal finance and the way you manage your money, the way you invest your money, your habits as well. So Mm -hmm. all these things matter when it comes to your money. Yeah. Do you notice any difference, Adam, in in the investment strategies? I mean, I, there should be a difference. Investment strategies of a 20-year-old, a 40-year-old, a 60-year-old. Uh, you know, you, you look at people wanting to keep money uh, liquid earlier on or invest differently. Or what, what are some of the differences? I think the general rule is that when you're younger, you have more time to grow mm-hmm. your money. You can afford to take a bit more risk. Whereas if you're nearing a retirement, this is something that you can't play with too much. You don't want to, you don't risk uh, all your money and then it goes away yeah. when you plan to retire in five years time because that's going to be a really terrible situation. So more of a wealth mm. preservation. Correct. Mode. Yeah. So this is slightly different strategies, but it all depends on the individual as well because they have individual uh, risk profiles and the, the, the way they invest is different based on what they like. And, yeah. You know, the mm. situation is all different. Cool. Uh, Kenneth, yes. at Seedly, what are some of the first things that people consider when they're thinking about or should be thinking about retirement planning and how mm. early can people start thinking about that. Yeah, so I think with the topic of retirement, uh, it's always about working backwards. Uh, so figuring out what are some of the key statistics that you should be aware of mm. uh, for retirement age. So I think uh, I'm going to throw out some um, facts and stats from um, our research as well. So the average life expectancy of a Singaporean is um, usually to 82.9 years old. And I think most Singaporeans have good health until age 73. And I think when you think about that, that's you, a long time. It's a it's a really long time, uh, and and I think touch wood if you don't get any terminal illness or anything. Sure. Um, uh, and and if you look at the CPF side, uh, people on average gets the CPF life monthly payouts at only sixty five years old. Yeah. So if you add all those numbers together, you have uh, breaks of uh, five to ten years in between um, those periods to really think of how you want to actually get enough money for for those later years. Mm. And I think most people in Singapore they think about retirement only at age thirty eight. So it's way too late because you have a very short time spent to sort of accumulate your wealth. Yeah. And just to clarify, you're, you know, what the types of investment strategies that you guys talk about would be 
above and beyond CPF, correct? Mm, for sure. Yeah, because yeah. the CPF payment, as I understand it, is is not necessarily a, uh, it can be quite yeah. c- quite modest. Yes, yes when it yes. comes out, not enough to live on, probably, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. I would say I think you don't want to rely on CPF right. alone for your retirement. It's mm. probably not going to be enough, yeah. and of course, it, it's going to depend on your lifestyle as well. Sure. So you you probably want to do your own investment besides just relying on your CPF to retire. Yeah. yeah. Adam, uh, um, at the fifth person, when what are some of the comments or the questions you hear from your readers about when they are starting to look at retirement planning? What kind of inputs are they giving you or, or what kind of articles are they looking for? I think for us, because we focus quite a bit on investments, they kind of ask, how much do I need to start investing? Should I invest every single month? Do I require a lot of money to, to get started and all this stuff? So uh, it really depends uh, on your financial situation at that point in time. So what we want to do is we don't want to just think about investments uh, just like that. you got to understand where you are right now, whether your financial situation actually allows you to invest. Because if you don't have any savings, mm. because if you have a lot of debt, uh, you don't want to be investing your money in the stock market because mm. there's risks. Anything could happen. You could need the money at a time when uh, you just can't afford to, to let go of that. Of yeah. your investment. So it's really risky. And of course, savings accounts in Singapore are notoriously low. You know, when I compare them over to overseas, yeah. uh, the interest rate yeah. uh, is just, uh, you know, it's not even worth talking about, mm-hmm. actually. Yeah. So I would assume yeah. that that is not the type of strategy that you would typically uh, tell people to, yeah. to get involved with. Uh, wh- where do you stand on that, Kenneth? So it is getting a little bit better for working adults in Singapore. So mm. for example, like DBS, OCBC, UOB, they have uh, increased baseline interest rates for savings accounts uh, to about 1.92%. So it's still not amazing. Um, Inf- inflation being what, 3 or 4%? It, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, but it's way better than the past with 0.05%. Sure. So sure. I think there are a working class of people who actually are comfortable with putting their money there. But I think the moment they understand that inflation is eating into their yeah, savings. Yeah, it's not growing, right? Exactly. Then, backwards. <laughs> then they will take on the approach of, okay, how do I sort of plan for the, the future? Yeah. Five years, 10 years, 15 years down the road, what does my investment portfolio need to look like um, as of today? Yeah. Let's let's talk about that, Kenneth. Let's talk about the long-term sort of accumulation process and how it will help you know, proper planning, development of mm. one's retirement fund. We yeah. talked about the time value of money exactly. uh, a little yeah. while ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, what does that process generally look like? Are there percentages? You know, we, we hear the common, you should put away 10% of every mm. paycheck or whatever. What, is, what are the guidelines, yeah. given the fact that everyone's situation is slightly different? Yeah, so maybe um, we sort of alluded to this earlier in the in the show where we talked about how much you actually need during your retirement years and how CPF life is not enough. Um, because if you look for uh, as a monthly expenses for most Singaporeans today, you need about $1,200 a month to sort of get by. Um, that's like $14,400 per year. So if you work back, let's say on a 6% yield, so that's probably about 240000 to 300000 that you have need uh, of capital invested. Uh, in something that yields, again, 6%. So I think working back from there, uh, you need to understand what kind of investor you are. Are you uh, a person who is happy with, like, let's say, a fixed income product? Or are you someone who is taking a more DIY approach to um, pick your own stocks uh, and to assemble your own mix of bonds and equities? Um, so yeah, so I think that's what the different strategies are. And there's one more as well, which I think not a lot of people talk about. It's more for, let's say, our parents, baby boomers generation um, or property. 
Mm. So property rental yield is as well as another way to actually look at how you can actually have more passive income in the later stages of your of your life. Yeah. Right. Adam, uh, when, when you think about assessing risk before jumping into these investments and growing a retirement fund, what sort of resources can people access at the fifth person to, uh, you know, to give them, are there tutorials, are there videos, are there, or is it just pretty much aggregating articles that come from elsewhere? We actually write our own articles about yeah. uh, companies that we're looking at, how do you mm-hmm. analyze a company, whether it's uh, the, the business is going to be solid fundamentally over the next few years and something that you could potentially look at. But beyond looking at just equity, I think uh, the key, again, is I want to go back, is that you need to understand yourself yeah. and know how you're going to manage your own money. So what we do is we have a resource where uh, there's like the best list of articles that we have uh, for how you, how you can get started investing in Singapore. How do you open a brokerage account? Mm. How do you save $11 a day? And that could possibly make you a million dollars by the time you retire. Yeah. So these are the mindsets that we want to instill in our readers that it's very possible for the average person out there who is making a decent income, save some money, put it aside, and invest it prudently for the long term. And that's going to help with your retirement. Uh, it's going to you know, add on to your CPF and all that. And then you can retire comfortably in Singapore. What's, what's the, uh, the latest thinking in terms of a fresh grad or a young, a young worker, somebody in their mid-20s coming out? How much of every check should they be putting away? And what, the, what should they put it in? If you ask me, I think they should at least save half mm. of their pay. Half? Yeah. After the CPF. How do they survive? They're still young, right? <laughs> and, and hopefully living yeah, at home, right? They don't have right? kids. Yeah, yeah they exactly. live with their parents. And yeah. I think at that age, wow. if you're responsible with your money, you should mm. save at least half. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's yeah. a bit more than I would have expected. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I think for us, we follow a bit more of the 50, 30, 20. So uh, 50% expenses, um, 30% uh, savings, and 20% yeah. uh, wealth, which is some uh, sort of a wealth machine that you can build on the side. So what, what is that? What do you mean? What, what so, does the wealth include? Yeah. So for example, we actually recommend a lot of um, the dollar cost averaging strategies to our audience because they are a lot um, fresher out of college. They want to start with $100 per month, $200 a month. And you can actually do that via the regular savings uh, investment plans mm. um, that is low cost from mm-hmm. the banks. Mm-hmm. Um, or also, you know, robo-advisors. Uh, all these are very passive, very easy to understand ETFs that you can actually buy on a monthly basis. Yeah. And people so, can do a lot of this on their own, right? I mean, yeah. you can open an investment account at, exactly. at their bank and just go for it, right? Yeah. I think the only thing to sort of really look at is the cost. So uh, depends what the underlying products the banks are actually offering you. Because if they are like unit trusts or mutual funds, then usually the cost will be a lot higher. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so an older person, let's mm-hmm. say somebody in their 40s or 50s, they're, they're looking at 20 years away from retirement. What do they need to be aware of? Should they restructure their, their portfolio or their savings? You know, obviously, going into, into uh, capital maintenance mode versus growth mode, perhaps. How, how do they, what should they be thinking about and how, how do they find resources for that? I think that is uh, that is the trickiest age uh, for most people because that's when you have the most responsibilities. You have your kids. Uh, they're just probably going to go to school. They're going to go to university. Yeah. You're probably at the peak of your career, but then you don't know if you're going to get retrenched 
in five years or ten years' time. So that is a um, period of your life where you really need to take care of and start planning. I mean, not start planning then, but you will be really yeah. serious about your, your retirement and how you basically <laughs> set aside your, your nest egg for the next 20, 30 years because uh, this is a really crucial period. So mm. I would think that in this period of your life, you will probably want to take less risk. You want mm. to make sure that you have something set aside for your children's education at least. You want to have at least you know one-year buffer of uh, expenses that if anything goes wrong, mm. you know you have one year yeah. to look for a new source of income uh, and you're not... You know, desperate for you know you to sell your house or anything like that because mm, yeah. if that happens then you're not just going to affect yourself you're going to affect your whole family as well yeah kenneth what uh, any final words for our listeners you know it sounds like a long journey to get mm-hmm. to retirement yeah we know it is uh but any final words about what resources you might offer yeah. somebody that maybe they're handling their own affairs they don't have an, a financial advisor of yeah. course that's always a good idea mm-hmm. to get professional advice what can you offer at seedly for them to help them understand you know, where they're at right now, if they're getting closer to retirement, what they need to do. Yeah, so I think the first uh, thing to sort of understand as a young person, right? So I think I, I speak a lot to like 20 to 35-year-olds mm. uh, in the community, right? Which is largely who we target. Um, I think the first step is to understand that, you know, uh, you should start as soon as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, you may not need to do the first action, but you need to first start thinking about retirement as not something right. that is too far away. And I think if you work backwards from then, you have to ask yourself, what does uh, a potential even early retirement looks like? Because again, for this 20 to the, uh, 35 years old, they actually don't look at retirement the same way as maybe your parents' generation course, and yeah. stuff. So a lot of them want to continue working on the site, but you know, have enough to, to get past. So I think figure out what is the number that you are looking at and figure out also whether your CPF life uh, is needed, is enough to actually cover that cost mm. and then work backwards from there. So we offer a ton of articles, a ton of discussions on the Q&A platform as well that's focused around this topic of retirement. Mm-hmm. Great information. Thanks so much uh, to both of you for joining us today. Kenneth Liu, CEO of Seedly, Adam Wong, Editor-in-Chief of The Fifth Person. Really appreciate you coming in uh, this morning on Money FM. Thank, Thank you. you. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.